Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Off in the energy, it was off that my guardians that were part of me misery. Their heart was in a place where their jobs wouldn't let them be. I made a choice to never let them toxins into me. Eventually. I keep hearing voices From NewSounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, this is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. The rapper Odyssey is known for a couple of things. Smart, often thought-provoking lyrics, and playing with a live band, the group known as Good Company. Odyssey's originally from the Washington, D.C. scene, but he and the band are now based in Brooklyn, and today they've come into our studio to play some songs from the fine, soulful new record called To What End. And they're going to start with the song that actually ends the album. Here's a tune called Race. Sitting in a car, I've been my driveway And I've been on my wild, but my mind's late 
haste There's something on my mind that deserves peace I'm sitting on swing, racing Hey, sitting on swing, racing That song is called Race, and it's from the new album by Odyssey called To What End, and uh, played live here in the studio. Odyssey is Amir Muhammad. It's great to have you here. Thank you for having us. I appreciate it. And the band, good company. They are indeed good company. Uh, Bass player Dennis Turner, John Lane behind the drum kit doing some backing vocals, Ralph Reel on keyboards and backing vocals, Richard Patterson handling the samples uh, on his MPC over there, and... Amir, um, one of the things I love about this record, to what end, is almost every song there's, there's just kind of a line that just jumps out at me. And yeah, yeah. it might be a different line for, for you or for sure. everybody else, but in that song, it's the idea of home, mm. you know, and how that has changed. In, uh, so it's home, an idea, an address, IP. Yeah. You know, th- <laughs> the idea that, that our home might not be the physical building we're in, but rather this kind of digital space that we create for ourselves. And it just goes by really fast, but it's like there's a whole other song just in that (laughs) one line. (laughs) I really really appreciate that um, because that's exactly what that line meant. Um, The the ever-evolving idea of what is home um, on so many layers, even just economically how... uh, future generations are finding it harder and harder to own homes and are doing it later in, 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 in age. And this idea of home is changing as a result of that and the importance of even owning a home or what it means to have a home. And as that is changing, the rise in the appreciation and the value of intellectual property, these, this idea of, of ownership in something that isn't tangible is rising. And that line is directly talking about that. And like, as you said, it's a, that's a whole other song. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. Uh, um, uh, and the album title, To What End, it's not a statement. I mean, there's no question mark there, but To What End is a questioning phrase. Yeah. So it's the sound of somebody wrestling with, with big questions. Absolutely, absolutely. This, this is an album that came about in a point in my life where I was questioning to what end, how far am I willing to go for the things that I want and that I need, uh, and taking a, a, a good time to observe that and analyze that and realize that Whatever I'm passionate about pursuing and for whatever reasons that I justify it, there are people who have completely opposite desires mm. and they're just as justified for those things. So it created a level of empathy and a level of understanding as I was diving deeper into myself for other people um, to focus more on the why we do what we do instead of what we do. Uh, and this record through each song is a different example uh, in the human experience on why we do what we do and how far we're willing to go for it, yeah. whether it be money or love or, or respect or admiration, et cetera. Now, there's, there's 15 tracks on the record. Um, I, 
I'm just wondering how carefully you thought about sequencing because, you know, Race is the last song mm. and it seems to bookend the first song, which yeah. is start of something. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm just wondering how sort of intentional that was. Can you, can you, can you like write like all my reviews? Because you really completely <laughs> understand my record. I completely did that on purpose. Okay. It's definitely supposed to be a wraparound. You're supposed to end that song and if you put it on repeat and you go back to the first song, it feels natural. Yeah. Right? Um, completely intentional. Right. I, I care a lot about the sequence and the arrangements of records um, from many different perspectives. The, the art of storytelling, a beginning, a middle, and an end, um, allowing that end to wrap around to the beginning, uh, the climax of the record. Classic storytelling themes is what I try to use to create a record. But then there's also the component of live. You know, when I'm getting up with these guys, with Ralph, with, with Rich, with Dennis, with John, how is this going to translate if I was to play this record in its entirety, just this album from beginning to end, would it sound good live? Mm -hmm. There's going to be a bit of foreshadowing, you know, through the lyrics or through certain chords and some songs that might come back and revisit later on. And then there's going to be this climax. And personally, just as my own like uh, trait, I like to end albums with a silver lining, not mm -hmm. necessarily a happy ending or, or a tragedy, but this silver lining where it's bittersweet and it can be taken either way. As the title race can yeah. can be, yeah. you know, it, it can, I mean, you were talking about how home ownership is so difficult for young people. And of course, black people are disproportionately yeah. disenfranchised from home ownership. We've yeah. seen that for years, uh, but also just the kind of rat race yeah. that, that yeah, yeah. We, we get caught up in. So yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that kind of, it's not ambiguity, it's, it's kind of openness to different Absolutely. interpretations. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the album begins, as I say, with this song called Start of Something, which is less than four minutes long, but that's a pretty ambitious song. It's in like three different parts. Yeah. Each, each of the band parts sounds different. Yeah. And it kind of sets up a lot of your own internal questioning, you know, to what end. Took a stab at making life better with mic stands. Collection of my father's old records, some nice jams. A groove theory act, experimenting at night. And the truth came clearly, only fact is I am attributes to give uh, So there's a mention of your dad's LP collection. Yeah. So what kind of, what kind of music did, your dad is from Sudan. Yes, correct. In Northeast Africa. Yeah. Uh, what kind of music was in the house when you were growing up? Um. My, my father on, on vinyl, he mostly had uh, black American artists and some Afro-Caribbean works. Mm. You know, uh, he came to the United States in 1976 and um, very much was a part of the culture of Washington, D.C. You know, he was outside, as we say, he was outside. He was clubbing. He had an Afro and two gold chains, right? <laughs> and um, <laughs> his, his LP collection reflected that. Um, a lot of Parliament and Funkadelic. Um, especially being, being in D.C., he was listening to a lot of Frankie Beverly and Mays. You know, um, Bust Down Babylon was in there from Bob Marley. Um, Teddy Pendergrass, obviously Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. um, he was listening to a lot of the popular music that was out and about from the time that he got there and over that past decade. I think he, he probably stopped buying records by the time I was like four or five. Mm -hmm. And when I got into sampling, they were in a closet somewhere, and I just went and took them all. And, you know, that's, that was the start of me making music from sampling with my dad's record collection. Right. Yeah. But you also internalized that, that 
album length storytelling yeah. thing that you were just talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, another, again, striking line uh, from from that song, Start of Something, is where you say something like, uh, I'm, I'm not as Western as hoped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite rapper is just cattle, I will snap at the throat. At the end of Ramadan, I started land for my kid. That's not a threat, just understand I'm not as Western as hope. Because you you're referring to Ramadan. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, and, and, and so many things, you know. Um, I tend to have a lot of fans who, who say, I don't normally listen to rap, but I listen to you. Mm. You know, um, and that, that breeds a certain level of comfort and assumption into my identity mm. um, that you're not like the others. <laughs> I'm like, I might not be like them, but I'm something totally different than what you think I am. <laughs> I'm something else. <laughs> uh-huh. And that, that, line, that line leads to that. And that's something that's just kind of been reoccurring over my life with my mother being African-American from D.C. and my dad being from Sudan. I was raised by my father, um, uh, and um, I saw my mom on weekends, saw my dad during the week, and I was back in Sudan in the summers. So there were so many aspects of my personality that made it difficult to be anywhere, you know, um, yeah. especially, like, don't get me started on dating. You know, I'm, I'm dating some girl, and, you know, I'm like, hey, I, I can't see you this month. And they're like, why not? <laughs> <You know? laughs> this month? I'm like, because I'm not as Western as you hope. Right, right, right. right. You know, so um, there's that. Yeah, that, that's a reoccurring theme in my life. Yeah. Well, and, and it sort of brings up uh, almost the first thing we were talking about, which is home. Yeah. What, so where is home for you? Where Are you at home here, there, both places, neither place? I'm, I'm home. I'm home everywhere. It's an idea for me now. It's, it's, it, it graduated to being an idea a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and my band can attest to that. I'm a very simple person. I like really good coffee. I like to make music, you know. And if I can do that anywhere in a routine, in a timely fashion that I would normally do it at home, I'm home. Um, but if I had to put home as a physical place, it will forever be Washington, D.C. and the surrounding areas. Hmm. You know, it's where my formative years were. It's where I was raised. Um, it is a culture that is most familiar to me. I, I think I'm truly myself mostly when I'm home. But I, I feel home anywhere, though. All right. We're speaking with the rapper Odyssey and uh, hearing some excerpts from the album To What End, played live by, uh, by the band Good Company. So uh, the next song is How Far. Um, and in the arc of the narrative of this record, where is this song? Chapter 1. It's chapter one. We we had we had the in, the insert in the beginning that kind of explains what the book is about, and this is chapter one. It's the big question, isn't it? How far are you? Yeah. Will, you it's, it's the big question. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's hear this live performance. The song is "How Far" from Odyssey and the band Good Company. One, two, three. But never, I doubt us ever to die Only motivated, but not too close to the fire Why is it to me on the ropes as a noble fighter? Associated hope or provided I come from a long line of barely trying Getting by, you won't be surprised You reply and you get denied Children of compliance got to find And this is why, hard to sympathize Crackers down from getting high Crackers in his prime, junk abuse was akin to crime America designed, who do and don't get to lie From the grand jury, you're required But people crying somewhere in between, and you were I, and then you were silent, and I up to 
In the front row, a mid-fitted light, but when it's night, y'all want home. Show full of good girls, like when I come close. Say she used my vinyl as a service to pump Medicine ain't know it would be medicine. Peddled in by the melanin to Europeans fleeing their skeletons. In need of a reckoning, well, I reckon I'm selling them. Addiction in a simple suited garment, I settled in. Live from the colonies of cotton, tobacco, sugar, and rotten planet. Harvesting the promise wasn't rooted when I was planning. Equity, not equality, I'm demanding. The past on my future, who wanted more? Panic. the song from Odyssey and his band Good Company live here in the studio from the new album called To What End. Um, Especially on the record, but also here, Amir, it's a very syncopated rhythm that drives that song. Mm. How do you, uh, how does the the writing process, I mean, most rappers, you know, you look at their songs and there's like a string of names, you know, like 20 people wrote this song. How do you work with the band in in terms of the writing process? Um, Traditionally, it starts with um, sampling, and then replaying the sampling, and I'll start with, with with a melody and drums, and then Ralph will come in, and he'll play to that melody, add to that melody, replay that melody, and then Dennis will play bass to it, um, Ralph will put leads on it, um, and then sometimes we'll bring John in on studio recording, but most of the times I keep the drums electronic, and that's pretty much it. Hmm. That's it. Okay. Yeah. So... The idea of rapper with live band will recall what many people consider the golden age of, of hip-hop, you know, bands like A Tribe Called Quest or sure. The Roots, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm a little older. I, my golden age of hip-hop's a l- little bit different. but your, your golden age probably actually had more actual bands playing rap. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of yeah. people like Africa Bombada, Curtis Blow, sure. Grandmaster Kaz, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah. It's like, yeah. really... When I say old school, <laughs> emphasis on the no, old. No, no, no. <laughs> Listen, it's, 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 all, it's all a part of it. Um, I think for, I mean, they can correct me if I'm wrong, the only live band hip-hop group that I knew growing up was The Roots. Yeah, me, yeah. me too. It was yeah. The Roots. Yeah. That, that was it. It yeah. was just The Roots. But um, that's in hip-hop. But in D.C., when it came to Go-Go, right. 
there's you you could throw you lift up a rock and you find a a, a live band rock, throwing a party you know so it was um being around live musicianship and being around bands that um were the priority for party goers uh -huh. instead of dj and culture was normal where we grew up you know so when you said before that you know it was going through your dad's old records and you start that was your your route into sampling it was a pretty quick step from sampling to doing it with live musicians um painfully gradual <laughs> uh, okay uh, so i uh, one of my next door neighbors was gary scheider who was a member of parliament in funkadelic and um my dad when they moved in my dad was like amir go get the this this record downstairs and i go get it he's like you see this guy that's that guy, right? <laughs> and I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah, go. On. So I take the record over, and I'm like, excuse me, sir, are are you the guy who's wearing the diaper in this? Are you him? He's like, what's happening, brother? Yeah, that's me. I was like, oh wow, my dad comes, like, big fan, man. I I go to your concert, 1976. It was amazing, right? And he's like, oh, welcome, welcome. He's like, welcome to the neighborhood. So his sons, Garrett Scheider and Marshall Scheider, um, I grew up with them. So we used to go over their house uh, after school, and he had a whole full studio, analog in the basement. Wow. So that's where we grew up, just playing music in the studio. So we, Mr. Shiny wouldn't let us sample, and he wouldn't let us loop. He would make us play everything out for like it was ridiculous, but it was it was it was it was like a dojo. And um, I didn't know rap was sampled until my last year of high school. And I meet a guy named Sean Bourne, who was an upperclassman, and he's like, "Oh, you, you're dope with the rhymes. You should come to my studio and um, do some recording with me." I go to his house. And I'm like, where's your drums? Where, where's, where's your keyboards? He's like, I sample. And I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, well, you, you take these sounds and you chop them, you remix them. And then I was like, he's like, sit down. You know all these records that you like? He played me all these hip hop songs. Here's the original. Life changed forever. Wow. Life changed forever. Stopped going to school. Had to take night classes in summer school to graduate. Decided I didn't want to go to um, uh, Philadelphia Institution of Art. Told my dad I wanted to rap and make music completely insane life changed forever and I was obsessed with sampling and then um, around the year 2000 something like that I meet Ralph who was friends with the guy who went to engineering school with DJ Unknown Richard Patterson Ralph comes down from York Pennsylvania I'm making beats he's making beats Rich is making beats we all just start as a collective mm. and we start working with each other um, and then it was the pivot came in probably 2012 when we started to tour with the live band yeah. But prior to that, the guys were around. We all knew each other. We all came up in the same scene. We were all working with each other through random ways, but it really solidified itself when we started touring with each other. When did you become Odyssey? I think I was in fifth or sixth grade. Ah. Uh, rapping with my friends and knew I wanted a rap name, and I had um, heard the stories of the Odyssey and Elliot, and I knew that uh, I wanted my... <laughs> the nerd that I had was like, I want my music to take people... On journeys, <laughs> and Odyssey means journey, so it's gonna be my name from now on. And um, I just started rapping in high school, and all, everybody was like, "You gotta have a rap name. What is it?" And I just the first thing that popped up in my head was when I was six, when in sixth grade. So I just been with that ever since. Wow. Okay. So yeah. you had that in your back pocket for just a had it in a, had it in a pocket for a hot minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but at, there are degrees of rap, and there are moments where your rapping becomes so melodic that you know, it, it veers into singing. Sure. Um, and there are a couple of examples of that on, on the record. Mm. Did that, is that something you had to develop kind of as you went along? 
Sure. I mean, there's been so many different eras of rap um, and phases of it where from the 90s, um, it was kind of frowned upon to be melodic when you rapped, right? It was seen as softer. It was seen as something that should have been in R&B. So you would have entire songs that would be um, very just, uh, just mellow and all the way through monotone. And the chorus would just be more of that, but probably with more doubling and layering and a louder voice, right? But nobody was actually singing. Then you went through this phase where you would feature an R&B singer to do the chorus, but you would never sing yourself. Right. Um, and then there are some artists who came and then gradually changed the game to the point where now you almost have to have some bit of a melody to your voice. and You can't just rap in a monotone voice. So in a way of just appreciating the changes in rap and being a student of rap and always wanting to be as sharp as I can and improve my skills and learn from what, what new ideas that are coming to the game, I try to incorporate more of a melody into some of my rhymes. Not too much, because I don't want it to completely piss off people who've been following me for my entire career, <laughs> but I don't want to alienate uh, new listeners as well, and it's fun to try new things. Yeah. So it, it's something that I've consciously experimented with just to open up my palate and diversify you know, my, my arsenal. You know? Well, and there's also, you know, there are guests who come and go on the record. Uh, one yeah. of the early singles from the record, uh, Ghetto to the Meadow, yeah. Features uh, the freeway. freeway from Philadelphia, That's right? Correct. Yeah. From the ghetto to the meadow, gotta hustle, gotta hustle, cause the thug ain't nothing special when you love go out the window. Wish you stuck on out the hustle to the trouble, getting settled, keep your head low in a tussle, use your head on out the muscle, up a level, not the shovel, let them murder out the bender. If you want it out of handle, just remember that the jungle out for blood and it can send a win a city where it's simple, where it crushed and be the end, no nothing but the but the mess. So I made it from the ghetto to the meadow. I was young and I was Steven, so and Nina's in the ghetto. I grew up around some heathens trying to be right. That was a uh, something that was probably one of the more selfish tracks that I had on the record. I'm a big, big fan of Freeway. Uh, he has a rhyme style that's very unorthodox. And ever since he came on to the, in, into the scene, I've been a fan of it. It immediately got my attention. Uh, he, he'll rap a, a bar in the first sentence, and he might not end with that bar, that rhyme scheme again until maybe the third or fourth sentence. Mm. Some people call it the A-B-B-A rhyme style, right? but sometimes it'll be an A-B-B-B-B-A if, if it's freeway. He might throw a word out there, not rhyme with it for six bars, but you know rhythmically it still makes sense. That was um, so just amazing to me because it took away the predictability of rhyming. Rhyming for me got kind of boring with the traditional rhyme schemes, and he, he excited me again. So I've, I've incorporated that rhyme style for years now into to my own flow. So in this record, I knew I wanted to be a bit more outgoing with collaborations. So I, I had to get him on a record just to even pay homage to that rhyme style. Yeah. yeah. The record is called To What End? It is the latest by Odyssey and featuring, of course, his, uh, his band Good Company. I have to ask, is, is, the, is Good Company, is that a joke? Is that kind of a reference to Bad Company, the 70s rock band? You know what? No, but it should be <laughs> now. It is now. <laughs> it is now. Um, we, they, they, can, they can tell you, like, what's, what's the motto when we on tour? Good Company is what? Your sound man's favorite band. Your sound man's favorite band. Everybody just loves us, man. We go out, like, we on time. You know, we do an amazing show. The sound man comes and is like, hey, man, I've been performing at this, I've been rocking at this gig for years. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen. You guys are so easy to work with. Like, we just good company. Yeah. We're, not, we're not about no BS. You know, we're not going to trash your green room. 
You know, we're not going to run up a bill on nothing. We, we just real chill. We cool. We get in. We get out. You we know? call that being professional. Oh, is yeah. that what that's called? <laughs> <laughs> you, would be su- you would be surprised how many alleged professionals are not professional. I call it this show. <laughs> going home. You go home? Right, right. right. Go home. One more show. We call that going to work and going home. That's, yeah. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's put the band back to work. You want to do uh, Already New? Yeah. All right, yeah, once again, a track from the new record, To What End? Live performance, the rapper Odyssey and the band Good Company. I'm sure to prove I was never going to be here, I already knew. I'm sure to prove I was never going to be here, I already knew. I'm sure to prove I was never going to be here, I already knew. Yeah. Yeah. Let me recollect for a sec Back when I was stressed for a check Didn't know I was blessed Happy with a whole lot less No way for me to know that yet Put me to test When the world tried to put me to rest That's like a joke I'll get Over the heads What's there to prove to the vets I'm old new to the press Dude in the flesh Y'all make moves on the net I cut that loose on the jet Trans with a set Left my hands on the quest And I came back gems in the chest Never the net Learned that truth from a deck Taught me young to respect Funds come with requests No get more than a guess No door close to the best I'm sure prove I was never gonna lose, yeah, I already knew Yeah, 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 yeah I'm sure prove I was never gonna lose, yeah, I already knew Yeah, 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 yeah I'm sure prove I was never gonna lose, yeah, I already knew Yeah, yeah I'm sure prove I was never gonna lose, yeah, I already knew Yeah, yeah, I already knew I already knew, yeah Already knew. This one go to the ones who ain't roll. When I said let's get it, they ain't had the same goal. Blame none, people get afraid when the vision only living in your brain and they like set stone. Had to let alone, I ain't tripping on nobody long as they stay quiet when my mind stay blow. Don't try to pivot when you see the light hit. Same idea, but with time ain't so. Seeing is believing, I was dreaming about achieving something. I ain't have a reason to proceed that I would be. And one day I was on the deepest spot, the next day I was needed. Only rested when I beat it. My title say, oh. New attitude, I'm fresh. Never let a view get set. Rules get met. Love for resistance and change. Remain too long to forget. I always knew. Hey. Said I always knew. I'm sure prove I was never gonna lose. Yeah, I already knew. Hey, yeah, yeah, hey. Said I always knew. Yeah, I'm sure prove I was never gonna lose. Yeah, I always knew. I wanna take this time to go around and introduce my pan, right? On the keys from York, Pennsylvania, we got my man Ralph Real. Go ahead, Ralph, do your thing. On the bass from Southeast Washington, D.C., my man Dennis Turner. Give it up, D. On the drums from Alexandria, Northern Virginia, by way of Haiti, John Lane.
And we can't forget DJ Unknown, represent Rockville, Maryland, Montgomery County on the sounds. Take them out, fellas. is why we have a live band yeah man good company <laughs> with the rapper odyssey and a song called already new and having heard you tell the story of how you had that name odyssey going back to sixth grade yeah. you already knew something back then i uh, guess that, so <laughs> that song takes on it means a little something more now having heard that story yeah, man. Uh, for the album is called to what end um i don't think i've ever heard an an album before that used the word polite more than once. <laughs> so let me take a line from one of your songs and throw it back at you. Are you a conscious rapper or just polite? I'm a polite rapper. I'm very polite. <laughs> Hello, how are you? Nice to meet you. Have a good day. <laughs> Leave me alone. It's when you disobey. See when you grow up. So one one final question. Uh, there's a reference on the song "Bartenders" mm. to AI, and We've recently had some artists here who have begun incorporating AI mm. or, or, you know, even just kind of playing around with the idea of incorporating AI. Sure. Ha, ha, what, what's your feeling about artificial intelligence as, as a creative tool? I mean, I think as we stand now, over 80% of current jobs are, are at risk of being replaced by artificial intelligence, right? Um, and for years, when this speculation was arising, the arts thought that they were safe. Right, uh, musicians thought that they were safe until AI started composing pieces that were indistinguishable from 18th century composers. Right, mm. um, very controversial for a lot of you know musicians. Uh, same thing with artists now with uh, AI-generated artwork. It feels as though nothing is safe. Right, um, if I had to compare what is to come to what we have now, basically artists like myself, um, if we play our cards right, I hope that we are artisanal and that we charge a premium for what we do for it to be human made after some point mm. so a silver lining silver lining to come back to something you said earlier yeah and there we have it we've we've gone full <laughs> circle which is you know there's always the risk that you end up right where you began and this is the song <laughs> that doesn't end right <laughs> don't start it <laughs> the album's called to what end it is the latest from odyssey amir it's been great fun having you in the band likewise, here today likewise. thank you so much thank you for having us and thanks to our engineer uh, technical director irene trudell our producer karen havlick our video producer is eric weber i'm john schaefer watch the videos on the new sounds youtube channel and of course right here on the website at newsounds.org Skip the magic, it don't happen overnight You don't have to overwrite when it's sanding how you didn't plan it Understanding I ain't got it when I gave it all I had Nothing missing in the math, put the vision in the path I'm a visit in the past with a pen and pad I'll be back I hope you take it